Mr. Anderson, welcome back to the Ranger Broadcast Studio here. We are doing a special edition today. Uh, what are we going to be talking about, man? Well, this is our 10th edition, John. Good to be here with you. 10th edition, um, and we're going to talk about the top 10 moments of the last 10 years. And we're also going to have a bit of a senior edition. I think like a part one, part two is maybe... Uh, in store for us just kind of talking about some of the seniors that maybe we didn't uh, get you know obviously there's a lot of seniors we can't talk about every single student um, although between the two of us I think we've kind of got most of them covered but we're going to hit on some some students that maybe uh, are leaving a legacy behind and did some outstanding uh, things here at FHC so a little bit of this a little bit of that it's not going to be your traditional episode um, where we have the staff spotlight and the faces in the crowd and the hometown heroes um, we're going to go right into just some things going on in the district right now and then top 10 moments and some seniors so John how was your week uh, my week's been a little bit chaotic to be honest with you uh, with seniors finishing up on Monday that was uh, that was a bittersweet day for me because most of my classes are senior classes. And this is the last class, Brad, that I will have had. I, I had a lot of them as freshmen and then some of them as sophomores. And then I taught juniors. And now I'm up at the senior level. Uh, so I've gotten to kind of full move rotation up with them. Yeah, right. Yeah. And you feel like you're graduating with them, but you're not. No. I've been, yeah, <laughs> that's true. You're, you're back. Back at it uh, today. Not to, um, uh, yeah, which, not to bash the other classes, but I told this group, I was like, you know, oftentimes... Uh, I, obviously, I love all my kids. I love my job. That's what I do. But uh, sometimes you're just ready to, to part ways uh, after you know the, the school year comes to an end in your senior year. And uh, honestly, this is a group of kids that I'm really going to miss. I was actually quite sad to see many of them go on Monday. So I'm looking forward to graduation and getting to see them then and, and hopefully you know running into them again in, in Ranger country in the future. Yeah, they're, they're a great group, and I wish them well. They're going to graduate May 17th on a Monday. And uh, that's at Fifth Third Ballpark, I believe. And and uh, staff, I just found out staff, I, I believe, can go. Yeah. So I I haven't missed one. I don't think you have either. I've I have gone not. To, I've yeah. gone to every graduation over the last 16 years. And so this will be my 16th and looking forward to celebrating um, the, the class of 2021. So onward, onward. And uh, this week across the district, it's Staff Appreciation Week. And uh, pretty cool thing today. I. I tell you what made me feel appreciated uh, all week. Our front office staff has been doing little things and just little gifts and this and that to make it and the, along with the PTO. But today our, um, our administration said, Hey, there's a surprise in the, in the staff lounge today. And we went down there and what do you know? We had these like awesome, you and I went in there together. I did. Uh, yeah. It was a Yeti tumbler uh, with the straw and it had our, it had the, FHC logo on it and our names uh, on the back. So individualized, which yes, is even very cool, which is really cool and a nice touch. So, and I know the, the time and effort that goes into something like that, where you have to not only put the logo on it, but also individualize. And uh, what, you know, what, what a cool thing for the teacher appreciation. That was so. really cool. And I, we got to give a shout out to John DeStefano on that one, because that was him. He, he masterminded that. Oh, I don't know man. if you knew that or not, but that was all yeah. John DeStefano. Oh, thanks, John. I, we well-timed for many of us to, uh, to, to show that appreciation. And um, I think we're all kind of getting to the end of, like I tell the kids, my, uh, my gaslight is on, on the tank and, you know, something like that goes a long way. It really does, it for, does. to all of us. So staff appreciation week continues at all of our schools. We know that the PTOs have gone above and beyond and, and have, as have the administration in, um, you know, helping us feel appreciated. The FHPS district luncheon is tomorrow. That's May 6th. We've been talking about it for a while. It's a virtual luncheon, the state of the district addressed by Superintendent Dan Beam. Uh, board meeting will be Monday, May 10th. So if you're interested in, you know, kind of knowing what's going on around the district and, um, you can check it out. Uh, it's usually 
it's always streamed live uh, via Zoom. So check out the FHPS Facebook page or their uh, website for the link. Uh, we've got rugby tonight, 6 p.m. versus West Ottawa. I've got my rugby um, quarter zip on. Very excited about that. We're uh, rebounding after a 25-12 to 12 defeat at the hands of the uh, combined West Catholic and, and Catholic um, team. But uh, we've gotten better in the, in, the, in the few days. We're learning the rules. We'll understand them a little bit better tonight and hopefully have a better uh, go. Soccer versus FHN. Uh, girls soccer versus Forest Hills Northern. Rivalry game, varsity softball and baseball versus EGR. Golf is at an OK White Jamboree today. Oh, cool. um, so that's a big deal. Girls lacrosse against Forest Hills Northern. The boys defeated Northern last night 14-2. to It's always good to defeat the Crosstown Rivals. That's true. That playing. is true. I, you know, I like that we play Forest Hills Northern. I wish we played Eastern more. In, yeah. in like football and in wrestling, we always kind of make a point to wrestle Eastern and we kind of call it an um, an unofficial king of the hills. Like if you win all that, a track does something similar. So it's always good to play our, our rivals. Um, and let me see here. Oh, Pine Ridge Rally uh, Remix is coming up. Mark your calendars for that. And uh, that should be a really fun time. I believe that's in two weeks. And, and a lot of the Pine Ridge uh, Rangers are looking forward to that. And then, of course, graduation May 17th, which we've already mentioned. So that's kind of what's going on around the district. And, uh, you know, looking forward to a, I call it April, May, December, because it's just so busy. It's it is. sneaky busy with everything. It um, seems like it shouldn't be because we're kind of winding down and wrapping things up, but that's just more more work and more no, loose ends and, to tie and, up. And, and you sprinkle in Mother's Day in there. You sprinkle in, there's a lot of May birthdays Which, for whatever reason. Which, by the way, reason. I just bought my Mother's Day present for my wife today in the thank car you, Amazon, on the way over here. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Amazon, right? <laughs> be here by Friday. I, I was ahead of the game this week. I was actually a week ahead this year. So that's, Nice. Yeah, with, way to plan uh, ahead. with my wife's gift. So, yeah, I planned ahead. Um, anyways, so on to the... Um, and, and again, today's kind of a special edition. We'll be back on track with our 11th episode. We'll talk, we'll have our regular segments with hometown heroes, um, and the staff spotlight, but we wanted to, and we've been talking about this for a little bit, um, the top 10 moments of the last 10 years. And we just wanted to, and again, this is unofficial. This is not a list that is etched in stone. So if you have others, and we have an honorable mention list as well, um, that we can talk about perhaps next time. But, uh, these were when you have conversations about ranger country and again this is a lot of it is kind of high school centric um and so if you have a moment at central woodlands or cms that you were like this was a big deal this was a big moment um certainly we want to know about it so reach out to us uh, on facebook uh, or twitter or email b anderson at fhps.net jo fisher at fhps.net and we'd love to hear what you think are the top 10 moments but Without further ado, here are the top 10 moments of the last 10 years, and we might sneak in a few honorable mentions. Um, so I'm going to go with, John, the first. I'm going to kind of go backwards from here, but I, I, I thought of this one today, and it made the top 10 list, and I think it's because it's not necessarily one event, but rather it is a well-looked-forward-to event here at Forestal Central, and it's become a part of the fabric that that's just this really fun thing that we do um, and put on. And it's the random acts of talent. Oh yeah, rats is always cool. Yeah, it it, it is it is very cool. And um, if you haven't seen it before, the random acts of talent, uh, Robin Demeester puts it together with her team. And in the past, they've had John Anderson, who is a teacher in the building. And Russ Chuddy, who is his fellow compatriot in the science department, they've hosted it before. And if you don't know these, these two guys, um, very funny uh, jokesters on staff. John Anderson will give every now and again he'll speak at like a retirement luncheon for yeah, staff members. and they're always legendary. And you better buckle up because you are going to be crying, laughing by the end of it. I mean, there's times 
um, in the years past where he does the retirement luncheon and he gets up and it is like better than most stand-up comedy yeah. that you'll ever hear. It's essentially a roast. I mean, he, Total he, he has the person up there and he'll point at him and talk to him. And he's, he's such a understated kind of a comedy. He's very deadpan and he's got a very like, uh, uh, I don't know. He's got a very calm voice, but then he's just saying hilarious, unexpected things and ripping into people. And, and ripping into people in the crowd. And it's just, it's so funny. And then he does Random Acts of Talent with his buddy Russ Chuddy, who I'm sure it's just repartee and, you know, back and forth. And, and they have a great time. And I've seen them do that before. This year, it was uh, Sam Torrey and McGuire Mahasset got enlisted. And they did it because it was live streamed. Right. So I thought that was cool. So the juxtaposition of, you know, it's been live. At the Fine Arts Center, it's been in our auditorium, and it's kids dancing, it's kids eating hot dogs, it's kids, um, you know, putting on uh, a skit or some sort of, you know, instrument play or a song, what have you. Um, it definitely gives students a moment to show who they are and how awesome they are. And I, I this year we streamed it live at my house. We got a box, you know, bag of popcorn, and it was it was awesome. I'm always interested because, I mean, I've actually participated in that a couple of times. Stacey Steensma and I have dressed up as cheerleaders and done the perfect cheer <laughs> from SNL. Um, and obviously, we're kind That's of right. we're kind of larger than life people that don't mind throwing ourselves out there in front of crowds and being, you know, goofballs. But it's amazing to see just how many kids come out and come out of their shell and show talents that you've never seen before. Like, we have kids that go out there and do uh, hula hoop performances. We have kids that sing duets or solos that barely speak in class. So it, it's really, really all, always a cool time just to see that other side of the student. Yeah, you, you might get Benji Zorn doing the um, uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway type skit. Yeah, the improv uh, stuff. The improv yep. stuff, and then Luke Metallic doing his piano singing. Piano and Dude, singing. He, I mean, it was just, and you could go on and on. So Random Acts of Talent, I, I can't really affix a date to it, but this year was awesome because it was live stream. But I know that every year that is, a big deal. So I'm going to kind of make that like a collective moment. I don't know if that, I mean, we're no, making the list. we can do whatever we want, right? That's right. Um, next is the, and, and forgive me on the year here, but I tried doing my history and homework. Um, the lacrosse state championship over East Grand Rapids in 2016, I believe, please don't pummel me too much if it was the wrong year, but I guess, you know, the lacrosse state program um, had had, or the lacrosse program had had some ups and downs as far as you know, being in the finals, but being upended by EGR or Forest Hills Northern, whoever. And it's and it's kind of cool because Forest Hills Central and EGR, um, you know, basically that was a classic rivalry of the 1980s and 90s. Like if you ask anybody from my era and before, who is our rival? East Grand Rapids in football, in tennis, in basketball, in whatever it was, baseball. And so that rivalry is still alive and well in oh, lacrosse. Oh, for sure it is. And then, um, in fact... I don't even know why I'm bringing this up, but the movie American Pie immortalizes it because the writers of that movie, born and raised in EGR, in the movie it's East Great Falls, right? and then in the movie they have a green and white team that they play in the state championships, which is Forest Hill Central. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yes. I, knew that I knew that it was based on EGR, but well, I, didn't, the, I didn't know we got uh, the short end the, of that stick. The team that they play in the state finals in that movie is... Um, you know, central, they call it like central or what, uh, whatever. Nice. Um, but yeah, yeah, so that rivalry is alive and well. And in 2016, our, our crew, um, was able to, and I believe Bryce Clay was a part of that. Probably I Bryce Clay was a part of that. Bryce Clay, that guy was a beast. who is a hometown hero still. He's at Michigan. 
um, tearing it up <laughs> at Michigan. I mean, that guy is – he might have been like a younger guy on the team in 2016. Anyhow, um, Lack State Championship over East Grand Rapids, over our crosstown rival, um, one of the top ten moments of the last ten years. Was that uh, – what year did Bryce – do you remember what year Bryce I know Matt Mills was a class of 2016. Okay, so um, and I so, remember – I was just trying to think back. I remember Bryce played football and lacrosse, and he broke J-Lo's finger <laughs> when he was on the – the, the chain gang at one oh, of the football that's games. Right. Oh my gosh, that's uh, that's probably the same year. It's not a top ten moment, but no, but it's, it might be on the bottom ten moments. But yeah, it's... right, right, right. Oh no, uh, yeah, Bryce Clay uh, in the Clay family, obviously. Um, you know, all of the all of the boys in the Clay family, phenomenal athletes and great football players and 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 uh, great lacrosse and leaders on the team and. Um, you know, so I'm sure they were a part of that and their dad is coached as well. So um, very much a part of the fabric of that, that lacrosse state championship. Um, next beauty and the beast. And I know you go to see these. Musicals. I remember that one. Well, yeah, I, I don't know why that one. I mean, there has been in, in, in our honorable mention. We have, you know, some other plays and some other musicals, but beauty and the beast just stuck out to me as this. It was Beauty and the Beast. You had um, John Donovan as uh, Gaston, who right? is now a substitute teacher. Who is now a substitute? Yeah, he took over for me uh, when I was out for you know for COVID reasons. Uh, back in the back, uh, he was in for me for a week. No, he wasn't Gaston. He was uh, Lafou, Gaston's loyal follower, wasn't he? I thought he was Gaston. Is Gaston the Maybe kind of the jerk, brash, you the know, big, burly? Really, that he was Gaston. Maybe he was fairly Gaston. certain. Okay, we might have to put like a five dollar bet on. It. It's been a while ago. All okay. right, I'll take it. Okay, $5. all right, okay. And he might have been more too. In in the and then um, you had uh, Cody Colvin, yep. As was the um, was the clock? Was he the clock? I can't remember. He wasn't the spoon. He was the clock. Was I think he, he was okay. the clock. Cogsworth. And Cogsworth. He was Cogsworth. And then you had um, uh, the young lady. Her name is uh, she was uh, Belle, and she went like Broadway. She went. Oh Broadway. yeah, she had amazing Maura, pipes. That lady uh, could Maura. sing. Her first name was Mora. Yep. Anyways. She was Belle. She I, was fantastic. And Cody Colvin, one of the most memorable students I've ever had, was a part of that. And Cody is now a part of, like, a production team. And he, like, acts and he produces. And uh, side story on Cody Colvin, he has, in the history of Forest Hill Central, the greatest prom ask in the history of Forest Hill Central. Really? That's saying something. He, he, he talked it over was with it me. Was it a promposal? Is that what it we're talking about It was a promposal. Okay. Promposal. It was in, it was in the cafeteria. And he would eat lunch with me leading up to this and he'd plan it and, and he would always be writing stuff. And anyways, what he did is I forget the girl that he wanted to ask, but it was over in the, where the seniors sit. He brought in a one man mariachi band, rented oh my it. Gosh. It was like a $300, you know, per hour rental. This guy comes in in a full outfit with his, and he walks in to the, um, in the cafeteria and he sings a song that was La Bamba, mm -hmm. I think. But ad libbed to asking her to this prom, and at the end he comes out and he had his buddies with uh, the confetti guns mm -hmm. that make those loud noises. That kind oh, of I bet Homer didn't appreciate Homer that very much. Was not happy. <laughs> he was not he, a big fan of confetti. <laughs> sparkles, <laughs> confetti, flyers, sparkles. He almost <laughs> murdered me one time when we used sparkles in our classroom. Yeah, or, uh, right. Oh man, I can't glitter, imagine. That's what it is. But she said yes, and it goes down in history. I mean, it was this like uproarious fun thing. Anyways, Cody Colvin, he was in it. Uh, Maura Gill. 
Uh, Maura Gill. Maura Gill and was uh, that the first production that was at the Fine Arts Center? It was Is that why? Because we I used took, to do them here at the school, and I think uh, that one was definitely at the Fine Arts Center. Yeah, I I took my yeah that was definitely at the Fine Arts Center. I took my daughters to see it. Uh, my my small my youngest daughter is still. Uh, scarred for life from the uh, the beast who was so convincing and i tried to tell her through the whole thing i'm like the beast is the good guy he eventually is the good guy and she didn't that didn't make sense anyways beauty and the beast that production just sticks out to me and i've i've been to a lot of them and and like i said the other ones are on our honorable mention but that one sticks out for me fair enough fair enough um next top 10 hey all right this is us winterfest broadcast 2021 2021. i'm sorry man (laughs) that was epic and Laura Stiles and Jeff Manders were the ringleaders. I mean, they put it together. This just, if, if you didn't know, it involved the elementary schools. It involved the middle school. It was a all-district winter fest. And I believe parents could, could tune in. It was live streamed through the district. I think so, yeah. And it was in place of our normal assembly. Normally, we have these really, so if you're a younger parent, if your kids are at CMS, when we get back to normal, your kids are going to be a part of these just incredible incredibly choreographed spirited assemblies but we can't have it so the coordinated um option was all these live streams and we were going outside and we had uh, uh, Kristen o'brien was in charge of Winterfest. she she is every year and so she had the the snow sculptures on location i don't know what was there a dozen different locations that they were live streaming to? yeah they were all over the place they had and, banners they had the snow sculptures they had the windows they had us auditorium and the auditorium. Yeah, they were crowning the king and queen in the auditorium. They had people in the gym playing music. They had us in in the FX MC'ing studio. It. It, it, it was what a, a production, lot. and it worked. And then it got to the end when we were about to announce the king and the queen of Winterfest, and we go, and the winner is, and they, and we were like, we're going live to Steve LeBenz in the auditorium, and the I mean, power the power was gone. <laughs> all of Ada went power down and the power went out and um, didn't get to announce the king and the queen. Who ended up being uh, Sam Tory and Sam Lindley Torrey. Derrick, I think. Didn't yes, she get the queen yes. and he got king? Yeah. Yes, correct. And so they got announced, but it was just, just it was so fitting for, for the year. For the year. I mean, and that's back when, about when we started doing this. Uh, yeah, that might have been that right might around have been episode like one. One of, our, one of our first things, but it was like 2021, of course. Um, that it went down. So I think that's memorable just for the sheer feat of what the broad scope of it was and the fact that it worked until the universe decided to knock out power and Ada at the exact moment that we were announcing the king and the queen. So um, definitely a memorable moment for FHC. All right, uh, continuing. Ranger ball undefeated regular season and regional finals for the basketball team under Ken George. This is a few years back. Um, at the time, the team was undefeated. Undefeated, and they went to play Muskegon. And I remember the buzz around this team, and, and the year is escaping me, but um, they had Xavier, T- Xavier Tillman was here on the team. Um, it was like, like we were ranked top 10 in the, in the, in the, in the state. I think Muskegon might have been ranked number one, I, I believe. We might have been up higher. That might have been a decade ago then, Was that huh? a decade ago? It well, Xavier Tillman's in the NBA now. So yeah, but he, he went, just played four years. He played four years four in years, college. Four years in college. And he was only played on our team as a freshman and sophomore, freshman, didn't sophomore, he? sophomore, junior. Before he got spirited away by one of the Catholic schools. I think he was a junior. Was he a junior? I think he was a junior, and he played his senior year. Okay. Don't quote me on that. But he was on the team. He was. And I remember I couldn't make it because we had wrestling, and sold-out crowd, 
It was on the radio. I mean, this was like, like this was a big deal. And, and I guess it came down to the, to the last moment to my recollection, but it was one of the best years we've had. And I felt like, you know, it was just kind of this, this, this really great moment for our, for our program, for Ken, for his sons, for everybody involved with the program to go, you know, as far as they did into the regional finals and be this close to going top eight again. Cause I know back in the early two thousands, I went to top eight, but I think it's just, it's harder to do now Yeah. with, with these super teams that kind of get put together and your homegrown talent is harder to keep home. And, you know, in the, in the traditional sports you have, it's just, I don't know. I don't want to say it's harder, but it is. Well, it's somewhat, I mean, so we're competing against um, a lot of the, the, the Christian schools here in Grand Rapids. Yeah, and those schools, private schools, yeah. those schools can essentially recruit the best athletes from other schools. Yeah, I mean, that'll Not be a different debate excuses, for a different dollar in a day. But, you know, but, it, there, yeah. there's there's that possibility. And, you know, and, and the fact that, um, you know, from time to time, there's, there's some of our better athletes uh, through no fault of, our own. I mean, they just, they go through the, the Spanish immersion program or they're, you know, they go over here for different opportunities. And that's, that's, you know, that's part of being in Forest Hills. There's, a, there's an incredible amount of opportunities. So to build a homegrown team in one of those traditional sports is, um, is incredible. And, and Ken George, you know, had, had built that program up. Regional no surprise. Finals. He's an amazing and, coach. You know, he's just, it was an epic season for that season. And so I remember that regional finals um, game sticking out. It was, it was, it was statewide tuned into statewide um seniors and and staff tug of war that was um so we're talking the one the one the one that we won right we 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 are two and one because we got smoked on one of them we're two and one and the the year that um we beat like the like isaac tory's group and keegan moore's group we we got them fresh off of the finals Against the juniors, right? They just fought they just a battle. Finished the juniors were like, "All right, teachers, out on the out on the floor." They're still huffing and puffing yeah, and sweating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we totally took advantage. I mean, that was that was a little bit. That's know, kind of the showmanship of it, the, right? The showmanship, we, yeah, right. And then the next year, the seniors beat us, and that was, I believe, the the class of twenty eighteen. And then twenty nineteen, we made it like this big deal, and we said, "Listen, we'll take you on at the homecoming assembly separately." And we will let you, you know, you have your little mini tournament. We have a, at the beginning of the year, we have a tug of war class contest and the seniors won. And then we made it this big thing. And Ken George on that Friday, what did he come in with? Oh, the staff, staff tug, tug team. team. Yeah. We had T-shirts. our own shirts. Yes. Yep. I mean, we had uniforms. It was taken very seriously. There was a pep talk. We were ready and, uh, and victory, victory was ours. And then we, uh, victory was ours. So that was kind of a, a pretty cool moment for the staff. We took a pretty cool staff photo after that. And, you know, the, the, the seniors had been bringing the heat. They'd been talking a lot of jive, uh, you know, and, and they were on the morning announcements. And it was great. It was a cool moment, all in good fun. And uh, glad the teachers snuck that one by them. Um, next, number five, we have uh, the Veterans Day Assembly and Wall of Honor Dedication. There's a lot of things I've been a part of here at Forest Hill Central. But um, that perhaps is one of the most, um, you know, I don't know, honorable, uh, austere. I, austere yeah. yeah, yeah. You're the English teacher. Give me the words here, man. Uh, it it was just. It was it was solemn, but it was it was positive. All it was amazing to be in a gym with over 1,200 kids and have them just be respectfully quiet and 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 show at the attention. right. At, yeah, absolutely. Paying attention, hanging on the words of, of, of our veterans coming in to, to speak. And you could just see the, the, uh, the, the respect 
uh, from the kids. It was amazing, and it was great. Just those those older veterans from you know World War II and Vietnam, and the way that they just they just lit up and felt so important, they which felt, they are. Yeah, we so for those of you that don't know, we'd, be, we'd been leading up to it um, four or five years ago. Steve Passon and I, and it actually would have been this week if we were able to go to it. We attended a Thanksgiving. Uh, you went to one. I did go to one. You went to one for you. Yeah, that was with. Uh, um, <laughs> I had to pull out Donald Alm um, and and uh, oh, who was the the kid who uh, he he got shot in the eye by Trace Shermer's with uh, airsoft pilot. <laughs> who was that? That was I I, oh, I don't what's remember his name. Oh, Adam Hennevald. Adam Hennevald. Yes. Adam Hennevald, who ended up in the Navy. Yes. So we sent you went with those guys to the first arm. So you know the how cool that was. I do. And it then was I amazing. Went, and I went the next year and the next year and finally we're like. We need to do something here at our school, and that was the purpose of it: is to inspire schools to kind of like take the ball and run with it. So we started doing a um, uh, a Veterans Day uh, assembly where we would march down the hallway, following a uh, a pipe and bum a pipe and drum band into the gymnasium, um, and then we'd have this you know speeches, and we'd have the uh, in Flanders Fields poem read, and it was just this really cool moment. Well, then. Uh, we decided to put in a veteran wall, a veterans wall of honor, and then dedicate it. And we actually had uh, families of some of those who were fallen mm-hmm. attend. We had a breakfast before. It was just like really moving ceremony. Um, it it was impactful to me. I think it was impactful to the seniors. It's to every impactful. Teacher. Every, even now, as you walk down that hallway, I mean, they you change the aesthetic of the hallway, put up a different color on the walls. There are placards. There's an interactive like. Yeah. A digital box that shows yep. the faces of the people who went to CM or CMU FHC and have fought for our country. Yeah, it's beautiful. It, 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 and if you're out there listening, and one of your, you know, you know, brother, sister, mom, dad, and they they attended Forest Hills Central or Forest Hills back in the day, and they were an armed services veteran, contact us. We'll get their name tag up there and uh, make sure that they are honored properly. But that is last year was just. Um, so we had uh, the family of Jack Zudzma, who, you know, I'll tell that story a different day, but he was a, a soldier who was killed in Vietnam. And his family, there was, there was kind of like some unresolved, I mean, it was v- the Vietnam War. Vietnam era. War was, was very And, and the rough. story that will go along with that, uh, reminding me, I'll tell it a different day, because I know we're on a timeline here. But um, his family attended, and um, we got to, you know, give them a hug and show them his, you know, he had an honored, he has an honored place in our hallway, um, as do all service members, so... Um, very cool moment for for all of us. Um, inaugural athletic hall of fame, inaugural athletic hall of fame. So that's another cool part of our school to walk another, through and you know feel the voices of the past. So a side note, and I tell you what, John, why don't we save? We should save the top three for next week. Okay, that sounds like a good you idea. You know what I mean? Like I think kind of tease it out a little bit, and we got the top three, and and I think we perhaps save those as kind of like a capstone and we'll go over a few seniors here in a second sounds good in um, our in our sequel uh senior yeah, edition yeah 2.0. yeah yeah that'll that'll hopefully people will tune in for the top three uh moments uh in fhc history and then the honorable mention list but the inaugural hall of fame um terry urquhart myself uh, bill kennedy back in the day um clark udell had all been talking about this athletic hall of fame for years and finally we we got it off the ground it was laura styles me ken george uh dave mills and clark and we, we nominated our inaugural class. And what it inspired that is I found this old picture in, in an old trophy case. And it was turned around. And it was a picture of Larry Cardinal. And Larry Cardinal was the first state champion in any sport in Forest Hills history. Happened to be a wrestler. 38-0. 
Class B state champion, 1969, you know, undefeated. And his, there his picture was like, like gathering, kind of gathering dust, in the, dust in the corner. And so we insisted that Larry Cardinal be our first inaug, in, you know, got person inaugurated uh, into the Hall of Fame, the Athletic Hall of Fame. So part of that was, you know, uh, uh, the swim team that won the first state title. Um, you had a, you had a, I'm drawing a blank right now. But anyways, Larry Cardinal is one of our first, and we bring him up, and. He's this to me. He's been this larger than life figure all my years. Wrestling has been the name on the wall. State champion, undefeated, and he turned out to be this very soft-spoken guy, very cool, cool calm, collected, tough, kind of grizzled guy. And he gets up there, and I give him you know all these remarks, and I read his whole his whole you know litany of awards, and we have an award named after him. It's called the Cardinal Award, um, and it's for the OW of the wrestling team. And he comes up. He's our first in, inductee, and he gets to the mic for his speech, and he goes. Thanks. And then he goes and sits back down. It was it was so fitting. And I was like, all right. Oftentimes okay. the most capable among us are not the most vocal. And and I just thought it was very um it was very fitting. You know, he's our first inductee. He was you know, I regret saying that dude. because I talk a lot. You <laughs> do talk. Say, <laughs> shoot. Yeah. Oh man, you kinda shot yourself in the foot there, John. Uh, anyhow, the inaugural induction uh was awesome and uh, it just uh, the uh, Clark got inducted, uh, our athletic director, Clark Udell. As a soccer he was, coach. So a lot of people don't know this, but he was, I mean, a lot of people from our era know it, but he, he for a while, he was the only person to coach a boys and girls state championship, team state championship, in the same year, in the same calendar year. And he did that back in, I think, 04, 05 with the girls and boys soccer uh, squad. So, you know, he was, he was one of the first inducted and, uh, now this athletic hall of fame, it's grown. It's now attached to a golf outing that we have that, that, that is a fundraiser. It's a way to bring alumni back. We also have the dinner and it's one of my favorite things. It was canceled last year. We can't have it this year. We're probably going to have it in the fall, but that inaugural one was, was so, um, it was, it was a very memorable moment and it, and it started a neat trad- tradition. So John, uh, wh- why don't we go to our, our, uh, our senior board here and let's should we just talk about a few of our yeah, seniors that we haven't go gotten a spotlight I've kind, of, I've kind of hogged the mic tonight and uh how about you talk a little bit about uh, a couple of seniors that uh maybe we haven't talked about in the hometown hero segment so now they get their shot yeah there are some really great kids i, I really love this class and uh not all of these kids would fit into our criteria of hometown hero because they haven't been great uh you know legendary athletes or you know hugely important in 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 any major way that has spotlights but they're still you know, kind of like important pieces of the school, major characters in in the class in their own way. And one of them, the first one I wanted to talk about was actually Anna Ahmed. Uh, I don't know if you ever had the pleasure of having I Anna have in class. I have had Anna. She is fantastic. She is. Such a such a, a bright, shining spot. Yes. Yeah, she was such a quiet kid. I had her as freshman year. I'd already had her brother, Zarek, who graduated a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he was a wild card. He was a goofball, <laughs> jumping around. Great kid, you know, though. I loved him too, but yeah. Anna was shy and soft-spoken and barely interacted in class at all. And then I got her in yearbook um, these last couple of years, and it's been a complete 180. It's amazing. I also had her in English she classes this senior year. She did, and she, she found her confidence, I think. Yeah. You know, it's important uh, for you as, as you get older in Forest Hills, there's a lot of larger than life people around you and in this day and age of uh, social media people tend to like measure themselves against impossible standards but once you figure out that 
you are who you are and you find your positive qualities and you become confident oh, and accept you know who you are then you could really come out of your shell and shine and i really feel like anna is one of those people who was able to do that over the course of her school year she she came That's out what it's all about and she's so confident so happy uh, more than willing to talk about her car that breaks down all the time <laughs> and uh, her she's you know great in the art program she was awesome in yearbook and she was one of the kids who was just always willing to you know have a conversation like to you as a human being uh, which is rare as teachers for people to actually like you know talk to you <laughs> as a human being and not just a, a grade giver if as it were so uh, Anna is my first uh, I don't know senior spotlight I don't know we didn't really come up with a name for it but um, and my next one that I wanted to talk about very similar in, in some ways uh, Cora Kelly did you ever have Cora Kelly in class I did not no, Cora is. But I know her. I yeah, know of her. She is. Uh, she's. I don't know. She's maybe a little bit more active. I'm not sure what sports or anything that she does, but Cora. I've had her in class as a junior and then again as a senior, and she's one of those people who so genuine. Like she will talk to you. She makes eye contact. You know that she is not trying to manipulate you into giving her a better <laughs> grade, or she is not trying to, you know, That's whatever, nice. sneak out of class and do. She is just legit. She is authentic. She actually, when she has a conversation with you, she, you can tell that she cares about what you're saying back. And it's not just, you know, that, have you ever heard of Midwest nice where people are, you know, just nice for the sake of being nice, right, but they don't right, right. like, Hey, how you doing today? Oh, not that good. Oh, too bad. All right. I got to go. <laughs> uh, Cora would actually sit down and be like, Oh really? What, what's, uh, you know, what's going on? And she would probably have a, a genuine conversation with you. Uh, just a really good kid. And uh, both of those girls, Anna and Cora, just amazing students. I enjoyed them so much this year and last year. So I wanted to spotlight them, even though they hadn't made our hometown hero segment. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spotlight uh, Alex Shire. Uh, Alex I had in AP World History last year, and um, he's one of those young men who, I, I tell you what, I could have handed him the clipboard. I'm just a brilliant young man, but so positive and just such a hard worker and he's one of those young men that takes his brilliance and then does something with it and he I mean he's one of these young men who kind of quietly and confidently gets his work done in, in the classroom um, I believe he was in Model UN this year and did a superb job with that any organization that he's involved with um, Alex goes above and beyond and he's well liked and he's one of these kids where you know what you'll do I, I do review games and you always want him on your team like he, he's the guy that you're like, I, I better be sitting next to Alex because we're going to all, I'm going to get those two extra credit points because Alex is on our team, but, but, uh, he's very humble, uh, very, very much a, a respectful young man. And I, and I wanted to give him a shout out because uh, I just thoroughly enjoyed Alex in class and, and wish him well as he graduates. You got one more, John, uh, um, before we depart. Yeah. Let me see. Um, there's a couple of them, but I'll, uh, I'll go with, go with part two next time. Yeah. 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 I got to save some of them. Don't yeah, I? Right. All right. How about Olivia Cormacy? Have you ever had Olivia Cormacy? I have in class? had Olivia Cormacy. She's fantastic. She does not participate in group discussions in class. If you have her, I don't. Maybe she does in your classes. Maybe you've pulled that out of her. But she is a quiet soul, quite introverted, uh, incredibly artistic. Um, I, I don't know what she's going to pursue in college. I should know, but I had her in classes. I had her in yearbook. And she was just a rock star. She's not one of the kids that'll speak up in class. But if you get to read, I do a lot of assignments that are reflective writing where you have to actually think about your own opinion and back up why you feel a certain way. Because I'll never argue a kid's opinion. I just want them to understand where they're coming from and be able to, to you know, articulately argue their own perspective. Sure. And her writing is so deep and, and so thorough. She's, she's, you know, 
just an amazing person. Yeah. And so I, another I, person. I, I second that. She's, she's fantastic. Yeah, another person that would not make, you know, the spotlights would not be cast on her. She would not be looking for that. And she would frankly probably be uncomfortable in the spotlight. But another amazing ranger that might fly slightly below the radar. Yeah, I, w- I would second that. Those are some of the seniors that we have. You know, we see them depart and we just and proud that they're associated with our organization. And I'm sure there's a lot of teachers uh, along the way that have had an impact on them. And, and conversely, a lot of these these students, what what often gets forgotten, they have an impact on us. True. Oh, absolutely. They, do. they, they you know, we're talking. That's about why them. we do this job. That's yeah. We're talking about them years later. They make an impact on us. It's 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 of mutual benefit. Um, but uh, anyhow, so this week, a little bit different uh, edition. Got to talk about the top seven of 10. I'm going to save the, the last three. So tune in next week. Uh, that'll be at the end of our segment because we'll go back to like Hometown Hero and, and all the, the, the regular rigmarole. Uh, so tune in to find out at the end, the top uh, three uh, of the top 10, as well as our honorable mention. And we'll go over some more seniors because we still will be a week away from graduation. True. So we'll have plenty of time to uh, recognize some amazing seniors, hopefully more. So uh, John, I know you have you have a busy week. Um, I do passing out yearbooks. The yearbooks are in. There's a like lot of week. work to do. With hey, congratulations, by the way, if there's an applause line. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, definitely. You know, so for those of you, I know uh, John talks about it uh, from time to time on here, uh, mostly in jest, but how hard his team has worked and how hard he has worked and the time that goes into, the, goes into it. It is a student led um, class, uh, but John is, is humble in that sense. He facilitates this. He makes it happen. There's a lot that goes into it. And so congrats, man. Thank you. I, it's you always it. nice to get across that finish line. Yeah, now we just need to get line. all those books that have been ordered into hands. And for people who still want to order them, they, I got to get them, you know, to yearbookforever.com yeah, you know to what? order That's, their books. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But the, the book itself, the finished it's product is done. So. It's done. The Congratulations. Done. And if you want one, you can, you can ch- uh, track down Mr. Fisher. So we hope everybody in Ranger Country has fun because I imagine elementary schools are about to get their yearbooks. Uh, we, you know, there's a lot of fun things in store this, this, uh, this month of April, May, December, and, uh, we hope you enjoy. So until next time, use good judgment. If you have to stop and think whether it's right or wrong, it's probably wrong and nothing good happens after midnight. And, uh, I want you guys to go out there and be the change that you want to see in the world and always assume positive intentions. Uh, Rangers, thank you so much for listening. Take care and we will see you later.